Welcome back to the Hair of the Dog podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Bagley. And on today's episode, I am chatting with Heather about my dear, sweet grandmother and how she has managed to still be kicking in her own house at 106 and a half years old. And how I realized the other day that she has some pretty ridiculous secrets to life that um, we should all be applying to ours for success in our personal life and, of course, in our business. Um, if you want more happiness, longevity, and positivity in your life, well, you're definitely going to want to join us for this episode. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Hair of the Dog podcast. If you're a pet photographer ready to make more money and start living a life by your design, you've come to the right place. And now, your host, pet photographer, travel addict, chocolate martini connoisseur, Nicole Begley. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to the Hair of the Dog podcast. I am back with my friend, Heather Lautnan who I have stopped coming up with interesting intros because she's been on the podcast so much. Welcome back to the podcast, Heather. Okay. So I'm wondering if we could just change my title to co-host. How about that? I, I just... think I think you really <laughs> honestly should just be co-host of the Hair of the Dog podcast because I, I'm, I'm here for it. <laughs> this is week four in a row now. And, you know, last week with uh, lessons from uh, home rehab projects and then this week, uh, which we're going to be talking about in a second, I was like, oh, I'll just record those of my own. But you guys, I mean, let me know if you agree. Uh, it's probably way more I fun. Hope. <laughs> I hope they agree. Than yeah. Just like, meh, meh, meh. so anyway, we are here today. And by the way, this is going live on December 20th, which is my birthday. <gasps> Happy birthday, my friend. Oh, thanks. Thanks. Yeah. It's not my birthday yet because we're batching yeah, this early. Right. But, but, you know, it, I'll, I'll take that for that day. And so anyway... Um, since it's my birthday, I want to give you guys out there in hair of the dog land, some advice on how to live to be 106 plus now, okay. now <laughs> before great. you're like, Nicole, you look damn good for your age. 106. <laughs> wow. That's right. Not actually 106. Um, <laughs> I am 60 years exactly younger than that, but Anyway, uh, my grandma, you guys might have heard me talk about her. My mom's mom uh, was born in 1916, and she is still going strong, still lives by herself in her home, and she turned 106 this past July, so she is currently 106 and a half. She now says it's her sixth birthday. She started over. <laughs> oh, my gosh, because why not? <laughs> yeah, Exactly. And you know, um, when, when you told me you wanted to record this, I actually would have been offended if you didn't invite me because you have often told me about your grandma and I met your mom earlier this year and I was asking your mom all about her mom because <laughs> I am so fascinated by this woman and she lives not too far from me. I mean, I might be dropping in on her when she would <laughs> be like, best friend. My name's Heather. <laughs> I'm check in and see how you're doing. But remind me her first name. Irene. Irene. We have a chicken. Yep. Irene, I love oh. <laughs> Um, Yeah. So I was thinking about it because, you know, I was checking with my mom and I we just kind of joke like, is she doing incredibly well today? Um, because every morning on the phone, she starts off with my mom's like, how are you? She's like, I am doing incredibly well. And then I started to like, think about it. I'm like, Oh, 
This is the reason that she has lived this long. And there are three reasons. Three. That she has lived as long as she has. And I, she has stopped saying this one, but I was pretty sure that she was going to affirm her way through affirmations to bringing her sight back. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Because for a little while she was starting to say every morning, my eyesight's getting better. And now here's the thing. She's not just saying these every morning. My mom talks to her. She says, I am doing incredibly well. I am so lucky to be in my house. I am so lucky to be pain free. I have never had a pain in my life. Now, of course she has. She's had headaches. She's had knee surgery. Like she's had pain, but she truly believes like she's not even remembering that pain. She is just like selectively remember, remembering and she's still sharp. Mm-hmm. There's a couple short term memory things that she'll forget sometimes, but you can ask her like anything from her life. And as long as she can hear you to hear the question, she will just <laughs> tell you all about it. Like she is still mentally with it. So she truly believes that she is doing incredibly well. She has never had a pain and she is so freaking grateful to still be in her home. Wow. Um, in fact, she fell uh, like two months ago, maybe three months ago. Actually, no, it was the summer as well. We were in Italy because my mom was in Italy with us. And, you know, the paramedics came and she has one of those life alerts. And they're like, oh, we should take you to the hospital. She's like, no, no, I'm not going to the hospital. I'm going to die in my house. I'm not going to the hospital. Wow. And she, she was like adamant. They're like, man, we just, we just need to go check you out. Like, so anyway, she was there and she was back pretty darn quickly but um yeah she is just so thankful so this is actually the fourth lesson because i didn't write that one down it's her gratitude yes yes she is just so thankful to be where she is and to be in her home and to to not have to have been in a home or anything like that oh my gosh so no i'm I'm actually i'm literally taking notes so (laughs) i'm gonna put irene (laughs) yeah i i love irene i'm gonna I, i actually have side note um Elderly widows are exceedingly important to me. And yeah. I have two in my life that we we literally call each other best friends. Aww. And I, I visit them. One is 95. The other is 93. I visit them as often as I can. And we're always talking and I'm always asking, you know, for wisdom or advice on marriage and life and children and adult children. And just I, I highly, highly value those women. Yeah. And I think that when my mom was telling me one point a couple years ago, my mom's in her 70s. She was like, you get to this age as a woman and you feel almost like forgotten, like lost, invisible, she said. Mm. You feel invisible. And that really stuck with me. And I thought, I never want an older woman to feel invisible because she has more wisdom in her pinky finger than I have in my entire body. So I am going to go out of my way to make sure elderly women feel seen. I do it in Walmart. I do it at church. Anytime, I just have a real heart for these women. So uh, every time, you know, you and I are talking about personal things, I'm like, how's grandma doing? You know, she like, she's still, <laughs> it's just, She's so, doing incredibly well. So number one, <laughs> number one is I'm doing incredibly well. Yeah. 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 So number one originally was just like, I was going to talk about those affirmations, but I realized part of it is that gratitude. Yeah. So definitely number one is she is so grateful for still being in her home for what she's had. She's so grateful for the amazing life that she's lived. Oh, she gosh. looks back and, you know, she's always, you know, she hasn't left her house in probably 16 years. 
Like she, she just, she's afraid of falling, you know, cause she can't see very well. She can't hear very well. So she hasn't left in so long, but you know, we asked her the one time she's like, Oh, do you, do you wish you could still go? Like, do you miss going out? Uh, and she said, no, I am just so grateful for all the incredible travels and experiences I've had. I wow. can just think about those. <laughs> wow. So not like even an ounce of, you know, regret or sadness or uh-uh. what could be. She's just completely focused on the positive. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's absolutely incredible. It so, is. Yeah. Number one lesson in life from Irene is definitely gratitude. Okay. Number two are those affirmations, which mm. we started to talk about. Um, and the key for these. So I think people hear affirmations and they're like, what good does it do for me to say something that I kind of sort of don't even really believe every mm-hmm. morning? Like it feels so hokey <laughs> to oh, sure. do affirmations, but they work. Right. I, I, <laughs> right. I, firmly honestly believe this is why she's still with us i agree because she says every day to my mom my mom calls her every morning 9 a.m i am doing incredibly well i have never had a pain you know like she just (laughs) so now it's become the family joke right i'm like hey did you talk to grandma is she doing incredibly well (laughs) (laughs) irene is incredibly well (laughs) you know here's the thing about affirmations yeah some people and by the way i know this because i was one of those people so right. I can engineer totally, Heather. <laughs> totally. Totally. I can absolutely relate to that. But he, at one point I thought to myself, what does it hurt to try? Okay. And I don't care how hokey it feels. It works. Mm-hmm. And if you think it doesn't work, you are wrong because I have seen the transformation in my own life. I've seen it, um, you know, through the stories you and I share There's just so much evidence to prove that it works that you just can't deny it anymore. And you feel hokey. Okay, so what? Who's going to know that you're saying it? Like you feel hokey to yourself? Like what? Right, right, right. I mean, Heather, that feels cheesy. Okay, you choose your word, but I, I don't know. Is there a certain amount of time that people should like commit? Is it like 60 days, 30 days? Yes. What, yes. what, that's a good amount of time to be like, I'm just going to commit to trying this. Okay. I love that. Okay. So for anyone who is like rolling their eyes and I was you, okay, <laughs> I understand. I would say 30 days just to see if something happens and or, or 60, but here's the truth. I'm, I'm not kidding. If you decided right now to shift that belief, you could, you could start today and feel great about it. Yeah. Choosing hokey cheesiness is exactly that. It is a choice. You are choosing to think that in avoidance of what might help you. That sounds stupid to me. (laughs) So you can continue to choose it. You can try to, you know, some people, I was one of these people, I needed time, I needed proof, right? So I was, but now where I'm at, when somebody tells me to try something, I do things in an instant because I'm like, I'm not wasting time with my own stupid thoughts Mm because they they usually aren't serving me. So you know, what's the, I, I I talked about this one years ago. So, um, regarding my exercise and my health, I work out very regularly, but I'm in my mid to late forties. So, you know, you start to get this little, like they call it the menopause, like belly or whatever. Okay. Whatever. So I started saying to myself, I have a flat stomach. I have a flat stomach. I have a flat stomach. And I just would say that over and over and over and over again, constantly. And one day, 
uh, Craig observed me getting dressed <laughs> and he said, wow, your abs look really good. Like your stomach is looking really good. And I, I just died because I said, I've literally not changed anything <laughs> except I started saying it. And I'm like, oh my gosh, it works. works. (laughs) Well, and I think that is where we are the hardest on ourselves is how many times you look in the mirror and you're just like, yeah, like we are so mean to ourselves about our appearance or maybe those extra couple pounds on our stomach or extra couple pounds on our thighs or wherever. And you would never say that to a friend, but the way we treat ourselves is horrific. Horrific, and, and I know that it's bad, and I still catch myself sometimes, and it's like, nope, and I, I immediately try to change it, which, you know, it takes a while to to start to really <laughs> get into those habits, but you're able to catch it a little bit faster when you start keeping an eye out for like, what am I actually saying to myself? Absolutely. So when you look at yourself in the mirror, if you say "ugh," just okay. Number one, stop doing that. Just stop. And look for something that you like about yourself. And don't tell me there isn't anything you like about yourself. You know, I woke up a couple mornings ago with my eye like half swollen shut for no good reason. And it's still kind of funny looking. But I looked in the mirror and my first thought was, oh my gosh, I look ridiculous. Like I have these trainings to do and my eye looks crazy. And then I laughed and I was like, okay, it might be true, but it doesn't serve me and it doesn't feel good. So I totally shifted. And I literally said to myself in the mirror, Heather, you have really pretty blue eyes. And I said, thank you. And then I said, you're welcome. (laughs) And then went on with my day. I love it. You do have very pretty blue eyes. Thank you. Thank you. So (laughs) I could focus on, you know, this eye looks kind of funny and whatever, or I could focus on what I do like about myself. You know, you, you choose, you choose. Right, right. Oh my gosh. I love it. I love it. And for those of you guys that want to maybe dive a little bit deeper into affirmations, there is a book by John Acuff, uh, Soundtracks, that is such a fun read. He is hysterical. It is a great book. Highly recommend it. I actually covered it on my podcast. So if you look look up Soundtracks with the Flourish Academy podcast, I did one or two episodes with my friend Angela talking about it. It's a really fun, light, easy read. And it just gives you a different perspective of it. And the soundtracks that we are currently playing for the most part are negative and not serving us. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Just be aware. Just be aware and then shift them. Find something that you you do like about yourself. And, you know, I was actually reading um, about people in weight loss and they're, they're like, you know, they hate their body. And, you know, we're trying to say, well, love your body, but that's just too far of a stretch for them. So. Um, we also talk about these um, ladder thoughts, we call them. So you could say, if you're not ready to say, I love my body or I love this about myself, could you just say, I have a body instead right. of, instead of, I hate my body. Right. Right. Yeah. That's, I have a body is not negatively charged. Correct. I have yeah. a body, period. Uh-huh. And if you were Irene, my guess is you would be saying, I'm so grateful for, I'm doing incredibly well in this body. Uh-huh. I'm doing incredibly well. My body's still hanging on. She's still, <laughs> yeah. Fantastic. All right. So she's got the gratitude. She's got the affirmations. Number mm-hmm. three is she has no stress. How is this she possible? lives from a place of, yeah, it's all going to work out. Hmm. Like her house... <laughs> It needed a new roof. She literally said, this was like 10 years ago. She's like, I thought for sure my roof would out, or I didn't think I'd outlive my roof. (laughs) (laughs) 
says that. That is fantastic. Um, and so anyway, so like her house is older. Things are falling down around her, but she doesn't stress about it. She actually just says, oh, I'll call Renee. She'll take care of it. I mean, like it's uh, because I wonder if that's partly because in 106 years, through every major disaster and flus oh, yeah. and pandemics and wars and economic downturns and such, that she believes that because it's actually true. Right. Right. Like everything's still still around. <laughs> it did work. She went through the worst of the worst. She has literally seen it all. Right. And she survived it. And so she just now shrugs her shoulders and is like, oh, a new roof. That's nothing. You should have seen the Great Depression. Right, right. Yeah, yeah we didn't have food. Just seeing the Cuban Missile Crisis. Right. We talk about like World War II with her victory garden. She's like, oh yeah, everybody had a victory garden. You know, it's just a place to grow your own fruits and vegetables and like just all the different things. And she was, um, she also worked at a time when women didn't really work. She worked mm-hmm. for, as an operator for Bell Telephone, I think, whatever it was called at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so she was in like the switchboard, boop, boop, putting the little things in. <laughs> she um, was at Bell Telegraph, probably. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so wow. anyway so yeah so she has this um just this belief of it's all gonna work out and doesn't allow herself to get into that stressful emotion okay nicole i but i have a question for you because i was actually talking to your mom about this well first of all irene did not read affirmation books right no, <laughs> no. like this is totally her natural state yes Okay. Wow. That's exciting. I don't know. I honestly don't know that it was always her natural state. Interesting. Like, I, I, I don't think, you know, when she was going through, I don't know. I should ask my mom. Yes. Um, like, like if she was, yeah. Well, if she was like always super like, ah, it's fine. It's chill. Which actually I think she might've been. Cause my mom tells stories how like her, she had two older sisters that were twins. And so my mom was the youngest. And then every September, my mom would go live with a friend um, because my grandma and um, my grandpa would like go to Europe for a month. <laughs> Like what? So I asked your mom, I was asking your mom about Irene. And then I said, tell me more about your dad. So I didn't know that your grandpa, Irene's first husband, Uh died very young. Yes. Like like suddenly. Tell, Tell me about that. Um, yeah, my mom was, oh gosh, 20, maybe. I think he was like 50 ish. Mm -hmm. Um, but that was before they had any heart monitoring cholesterol they had no idea what any of that was so um high cholesterol runs in my family my mom's is quite high without medication my brother has high cholesterol um i it has gone up a little and then i have used some affirmations over the past couple years to actually lower it so it is still amazing Still not in the need to get anything that's so anyway so i'm using that power yes <laughs> the power of the brain right there yes um, but anyway, yeah, no, he had just had a, a massive heart attack that, you know, they just didn't have the the medical um, ability to keep an eye on that kind of thing or to treat yeah, it. Yeah, so I said to your mom, I was like, wait a minute, we were sitting on your couch in the living room and she tells a story like so matter of factly. And I was like, how old were you? And she was like, I was 20. And I said, your dad was young. Yeah, he was really young. I said, okay, how did your mom handle that? Mm. I mean, her husband of however many years literally drops over dead. Right. I mean, at, you know, 
at a time in life when your kids are starting to move on and you're like actually getting your life back to yourselves and right. you know, there's a lot of fun things that you can do. And she, your mom had to think about it and she was like, well, she grieved, but she was just like, she focused on living. Yeah. You know, on moving forward and living. And I said, that's so interesting. I was talking to a pastor once and he said he works with a lot of widows and he said, there's two types of widows. There are widows who bury their husbands and are like, okay, they grieve. And then they're like, let's go. You know, I'm going to move on. I'm Mm going to have a purpose. I'm going to do things. And there are some that die within a couple months. Mm. Oh, that, I think that's two types of people for anything. Yes. You know, there's the type of people that like something happened in their life and, you know, 20 years later, they're still focused on this. Like they're still giving so much energy to this past event. Yes. Or there's the people that are like, all right that happened. Let's move on. Yes. And you know, and, and it doesn't take away like it, like the moving on after, you know, somebody passes away suddenly, like doesn't take away all your incredible memories and all your incredible experiences with them. You know, if anything, I think it honors that because they would not want you to be oh, a hundred percent. No, I mean, of course you're going to be sad. Those are the right words. They wouldn't want you to be stuck in this perpetual state of grief. That's right. That's right. But she made that choice. I just, when I, when I get to meet Irene and sit down, I'm bringing a notepad and you better brace yourself because we're going to be there for hours. I'm going to ask so many questions, but I I just wonder again, not that it matters. I'm just curious. Is, was that a conscious decision or did she? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, she did, she then got remarried. Um, and then he passed away. And then she was dating some people and they would pass away. Oh my so word. She was just like, I'm just done dating. I killed them all. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's like funny. That's a good attitude instead of, oh, I killed them all. You know, she was like, well, <laughs> like they can't handle me. <laughs> I'm too much for the living. <laughs> Which I so believe funny. to be true about Irene. Man, yes. that's just phenomenal. I I just want to tap into like a tenth of that. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, a hundred percent. It's and it's just incredible to see how these little mental tricks, like whether you know you have them or not, and if you don't have them, if you're like Heather Nicole, that's not my natural state. I can't do this. Well, you can train yourself to be that's in that right. state more. Yeah. Um, so you know, I anyone this that mental state and these habits are available to anybody oh okay that's actually a really important point because i think you're right that some people are going to say i can't do that that's not who i am Mm -hmm. and that's just a thought and thoughts can be changed you can shift that to i'm learning how or i I want to improve or i want Mm -hmm. i mean like really when somebody gets ready to xyz yep yes i'm ready i'm excited or i'm I'm welcoming (laughs) it or how about start with i have thoughts it's like i have a body I have thoughts. I have thoughts. And I get to pick them. But don't uh-huh. tell me you're not that way as if it's written in concrete, final answer, it's a circumstance and you can't change it because that's just not true. Right. And by the way, when you say things like that, like that's just who I am, it makes me want to roll my eyes so far back in my like how is that serving you to say that? Right. Right. And stay and stay in that if, thought. If that's who you, if you're just, if you're saying, well, that's just who I am and you're super happy with every aspect of your life. Great. Right. right. But if there's things that you're like, why is this not changing? Oh, that's just who I am. You've just given up all your power to change oh. it. 
Because, well, yeah, how can you change it? That's just who you are. That's who you are. You're a victim to who you are. Give me a break. Yep. My daughter said to me the other day, and she's 20, so, you know, I'm going to have a little bit of grace. But she's like, Mom, I just have this chip on my shoulder. And I'm like, I know you do. Eh. <laughs> How's that working out? Is it serving you? And she's like, well, it's just who I am. I just have this chip on my shoulder. And I'm like, oh, great attitude. That's going to help. <laughs> like, I, I like dusted off her shoulder, like physically. I hit her shoulder. Yeah, right. And I said, drop it. You can decide right now to let that go. And right. she's like, well, I don't know where it comes from or why I'm this way. I mean, she doesn't love it. She knows it's yeah. not serving her. But, but do I'm you like, need to know why? Correct. Do you yeah. need to? Sometimes knowing why, you know, having some information is helpful. That's true. But you don't need to know why to make a change. You can just decide, I am now a positive person. I am now a person who's going to be incredibly grateful that mm-hmm. I'm in my home. Yep. She's just, Irene's just happy she's in her house. I mean, she's... In her house, she's independent. She's in doing incredibly well. You can she's make doing a choice incredibly well <laughs> to do incredibly well. We should have like a T-shirt or something made, like I Irene says, it. you know. <laughs> or I'm doing incredibly well. I mean, what? Why not? Even even days when that feels like a stretch, like it will still make you feel better. Because here's the thing. You can't tell me she's doing incredibly well every single day, but she tells herself that mm-hmm. so that she she'll 100% then believe believes it. it. Yep. 100%. Yep. Totally believes it. Oh, here's the other. All right. This is five lessons. Okay, great. Um, she had self-discipline back when she was, you know, I mean, we're talking like still in her 90s when she did more than like right now she just goes from her bed to her chair. Like that's mm. that's really her day. But she, for a long time, would not allow herself to have her cup of coffee until she did her exercises. Oh, gosh. In her 90s. <laughs> and yeah. I'd be like, just have the coffee. You're 90 years old. <laughs> yeah. No, she would, she would wait to have her coffee until she did her morning exercises. So there's some discipline for you. Okay. That's really interesting. I just did an episode uh, on the Flourish Academy podcast on how to have a great life. And it's all about non-negotiables related to discipline like this. So Uh it's like, to her, that was just not an option. Right. Like, right. She's going to exercise. It is not an option not to. So you might as well just get it done and then set yourself up with a little reward at the end. That's, uh-huh. that's br- literally, Irene should be on the stage as a motivational speaker. <laughs> yeah, you. it's that. And it's also kind of like a habit stacking, right? So yes, it's like, yes, yeah. Yes. So my habit is I do my exercise and then I get the coffee. So it's kind of tied to her coffee. Yeah. Habit stacking is actually one of my favorite things. So James Clear wrote Atomic Habits. I think that's that's where yes. we learned that. Yeah. In that yeah, book. I think so. Gosh, I want to read. I have it right here. I keep it handy because, I, by the way, James Clear is the only person whose email list I'm on that I actually read the emails every week. <laughs> they are that good. And every week you will see a quote or a post from me on social media attributed to James Clear because of that email. It's just, he's just so good. But habit stacking helps to improve your discipline. Oh, but wait, Nicole, I'm just, I'm just not a disciplined person. I can't how's, do that. How's that working out for you? That's a story. <laughs> That's a thought. I'm not a disciplined person. It's just a thought. It's not the truth. It's just a thought. Could you shift the thought? I'm learning to be right. more. No, I'm Heather, becoming yeah. a disciplined yes. person. Yes. I'm becoming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, so many great lessons. And the thing is, Irene doesn't even realize the ripple effect, impact 
that the way she lives her life is having on you and then me and now your audience. Yeah. I mean, what a legacy. She would love it. Yeah. All right. We have one more. Oh, the the three goals that have turned into five or the, the, three things that have turned into five things. Yes. And that is she always has a goal or something to look forward to. Wait, you've got to be kidding me. Like you know, 106. She sets uh-huh. goals. Yeah. So I mean, the goals are different than our goals. Our goals sure, are, sure. are really, you know, it's just like having something really exciting to look forward to. So she loves Christmas. She loves Christmas music. If you walk into her house right now, like you need headphones because the music is so loud so she can hear it. It's just like blaring Christmas music. And like every point in the year, there's something new to look forward to. So she, this is actually the earliest that she started looking forward to her birthday, that she's just started playing the Christmas music. And she said to my mom the other day, she's like, oh, I've been listening to Christmas music. And, you know, my birthday's just around the corner, which it's, it's July, <laughs> six months from now. But there's always something like my brother came home for Thanksgiving with his new baby. So, like, certainly she's going to hang on for that. And then she's going to hang on for Christmas. And then, like, somebody else is coming home or this is happening or this is just something to look forward to. So it's always having this wow. this thing in the future that Forward she's excited thinking. for. Yeah. Mm-hmm forward Mm -hmm. thinking. It seems to me that that's like the undercurrent of all of this is about looking forward to a Mm. better future. Mm -hmm. Like that's, that's the fabric that sort of ties all of this together because that's evident with, you know, I'm doing incredibly well. I have an amazing life. She's affirming it's all going to work out. That's future focus. Like she's just imagining a better future where it would be very, very easy for someone who is 106. And hasn't left their house in 10 years. It would be very easy to get hung up on the past mm-hmm. or, you know, I, I actually have friends, you know, <laughs> that are my age that are hung up on the past. Oh, they yeah. will say, do you remember that time? I, I have this one friend from high school. I'll periodically see her just out and about and she'll say, I remember this one time and Mrs. McCormick's class and you did this. And we said that. And I'm, I have no literal clue what you're talking about. <laughs> None. I don't. She's just so, I mean, good times, I suppose, you know, but I don't know. I just think it's remarkable for someone <laughs> 106 that can look forward to all of these events. And that's probably what keeps her going. 100%. What do yeah. her doctors say about her health? Well, her her neighbor's a doctor. So he comes mm-hmm. over for like, she doesn't leave the house. She hasn't really been to a doctor. She's on no medication, like zero. What? <laughs> like, no. Yeah. <laughs> we joke that she's going to love us all. She's going, well, she's actually getting close enough that I think she's going to have, have on her sites the world's oldest person. So that's going to be her. That's going to be her next goal. Who, who was, what is that age? Do you know? 117. Ooh. Wow. <laughs> wow. And was that person from Italy by chance? Do you know? Or Japan. I think they were yeah. from Japan. Yes. There's uh-huh. air, those two areas are known for the blue their, zone. Yeah. The blue zone. Mm-hmm. I want to show on that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so interesting. But it, and it seemed to me what I gathered from that show was uh, pointing to your number three, which was these people don't allow stress to stress kills. Yes, it, it increases inflammation in their body, and you know, and then you can also go to they're having a whole good diet. Like it's not you know, this isn't a, a nutrition podcast, but like even when I was in Italy and then in Spain and in Scotland, like I was. 
overseas quite a bit this year, eating like a maniac because the food was so good and we had private chefs. Well, Italy, we didn't, but, uh, but I mean, it was in Italy, so there was a lot of good food. Yeah. Um, and I didn't gain any weight on any of those trips. Why? And I was eating bread and cheese and like all the things. I didn't let any of it slow me down, but it was real food, not all mm. this processed, mm. quote, real food that we have yes. here. And so I think the combination of what they eat, which is, you know, lean meats, fish, yes. like, you know, natural fats, olive oils and fruits, vegetables, and like any bread is like actual real bread, not all this modified craziness with preservatives. And then that lifestyle of it's all going to work out. Oh gosh. Okay. Yeah. So what I've heard here is I need to eat more bread. That's what I that's what I just In Italy. We need to go to Italy and eat more <laughs> <Okay>. bread. Yeah. <laughs> or Spain. Yeah, I mean and you can watch them make the pasta. Or France. And it, yeah. And it's just like they're using flour and water and oil and an egg mm-hmm. and you know, they're making pasta, so it's everything's very fresh. So that's just really interesting because and it's not that I have my sights set on living long per se, although that's great. It's like, I just want to live really well and happy. Yeah. Okay, not to, you know, life, bad things are going to happen, but with a positive outlook. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll get through this. And even when bad things happen, like, obviously, you're going to have some grief, but still being able to turn around and continue to live your life. Oh, so a good friend of ours tragically just lost her mom very suddenly and unexpectedly. And her mom happens to be the same age as my mom. So I'm, you know, I'm talking to her periodically. Actually, I need to check in on her today. And I found this article about how to be useful in grief. Mm. Like you could be, okay, this is maybe a different topic for a different day. But, you know, grief is something you do need to experience and walk through and feel. But is there a way to not be just a heap on the floor? Like, is there a way to approach it? in a healthy manner that means you're feeling the feelings you're accepting the loss but you're also being useful and i just i just want to be useful i guess like in every area of my life i just want to make sure that i am showing up fully to my fullest potential and i'm not letting my own thoughts hold me back mm-hmm. from from what i could be so i'm just i just want to make sure again that I am living up to my fullest potential and then I'm not letting my own thoughts, especially the negative ones, hold me back from what I can contribute to this world. Like that's really important to me. Mm-hmm. And I would just, I would love to interview Miss Irene to just like understand what her thoughts are behind her approach. Again, is it conscious? Is it just who she is? How did she come to these conclusions? Like we need to set up a time is what I'm saying. <laughs> I love it. We will uh, we'll try to get on that for sure. Yeah, maybe we'll have to we'll have to take a little microphone and have Irene's uh, musings and knowledge drop to the podcast. <laughs> and I'd say let's do it soon because you know she's she's um, a little elderly, but since she's going to live to 118, I guess. Right, right, exactly. Yeah, we're fine. yeah. I mean, she's definitely sticking around to her next birthday because that's just right around the corner. <laughs> <laughs> God I love bless it. her. I love it. I love it. Thank so, you yeah. for sharing that. Oh my gosh. Of course. Thanks for joining me on this incredible conversation. Cause you know, the more I thought about it, I'm like, man, there are some incredible life lessons. Yes. Which, of course, all of these types of things are the real work for our business. Mm. You know, like, yeah, we need to have some best practices for how to market, how to message, how to create our website. Like, but so much of the success that you're looking for 
it's coming down to things like that. I see it all the time from our people that are in your elevate that they're like, Oh, something just shifted. Now all of a sudden I'm getting these inquiries. I'm having bigger sales. I like it's, it's incredible to watch. It is. is, It's the most fun I've had ever in my life is to watch that. And and it's not about a new business strategy. It's the same business strategies that are in the Academy, um, that are in your flourish Academy. Like it's the same strategy, but now all of a sudden (laughs) they're getting incredibly different results because of these types of things. It, it, It comes down to this and there's a training inside of elevate called the belief triad. It comes down to belief. Mm-hmm. They believe that they, they all of a sudden something shifts in their brain, and it's this tiny little thought that's like, "Wait a minute, this maybe is I possible. can do this." Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. Instead of the, oh, I can't do there's this. No I don't way. know how. I don't, yeah, right. I, yeah. Yep. 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 It's the t- it's the tiniest little shift where people are saying, "I don't know how to do this. I can't do this. That'll never work for me. I'll never hit six figures." And they just go on and on and on. And then one day, I crack them open. <laughs> And it's the, it just takes this one thought and I know it. So I'm very patient because, because it takes time and that's fine. Mm -hmm. I'm here for it, you know? So, and then I sneak in there with this, like, well, what if it was possible? And then at some point when that shift happens for them, all of a sudden they're posting, Hey, I just had an $8,000 sale. Right. (laughs) Right. Right. Yeah. And you're like, clients today. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like, how is that possible? Like, as you, and they'll say, I just, I just believed that mm-hmm. I could do it. Yeah. What? Yeah. Okay. If it's that simple, then let's lean into this idea of belief. Yep. Yep. And you guys uh, keep track of Irene's five tips for a long life. <laughs> uh, gratitude, affirmations, no stress, always having a goal. Oh gosh. What was the other one? I actually have six. I took notes. I'll read them okay. to you. Go, yeah. Do it. Do it. So I have number one is um, I'm doing incredibly well. I've lived an uh-huh. amazing life, you know, which goes into number two, the affirmations. Number three was no stress. It's all going to work out. Number four is gratitude. And I, I love this thought of just being grateful for my home. Oh, like, yeah. Right. Um, I have a home. Especially number right five, now it's all rainy. <laughs> it's rainy and windy here. Yeah. yeah. I'm, nice to, I'm, I'm happy to to have a warm home. Number five was self-discipline. That was the exercise before coffee. Mm -hmm. And six was goals or something to look forward to. Yep. I love it. So how many of those things do you guys have in your life and how can we incorporate more of them? That is our question for you. Uh, Let us know as usual on the Instagram, if you found this helpful Um, and yeah, flourish Academy for Heather and Nicole Bagley official for myself. And uh, thank you, Heather, for having this incredible chat. It is my pleasure. Actually, this is one of my favorite episodes we've ever done. Thank you for having me. (laughs) You know how much I love your grandma. I haven't even met her. (laughs) I love it. We'll have to make sure that happens. Yes. All right, everybody. um, So great to see you all. Have a wonderful holiday season. And uh, we will be back with a new episode after the new year. But don't worry. Don't worry. Next week, we're not going to leave you all hanging while you have some time off. We're going to do some replays of some of our most popular episodes because... There are 170 previous episodes. 170, Heather. There's a lot of really, really good information in those episodes. And, you know, if you're new to the podcast, just jump around and, you know, grab what what speaks to you. But, man, there's just a lot of good insight 
to be had. Yep. Yep. And then we'll be back after the new year and um, we're going to kick it off with uh, just awesomeness because I have no other word. (laughs) (laughs) I can't come up with it, but it's going to be great. It's going to be great. We're going to do incredibly well. We're going to do incredibly well in 2023. Oh my gosh. Uh, That definitely needs to be a shirt. It's going to (laughs) happen. All right, everybody. So good to see you. Happy holidays. Talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to the hair of the dog podcast. This was episode number 171. If you want to check out the show notes for access to any of the resources that we mentioned, simply go to www.hairofthedogacademy.com slash 171. Thanks for listening to this episode of Hair of the Dog podcast. If you enjoyed this show, please take a minute to leave a review. And while you're there, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss our upcoming episodes. One last thing. If you are ready to dive into more resources, head over to our website, at www.hairofthedogacademy.com. Thanks for being a part of this pet photography community.